It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Here's the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. That is tonight, Baylor soccer in action at the Lou on the banks of the Brazos. Baylor versus Kansas State comes up this evening, 7 o'clock. And we're pleased to have with us Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson on a game day. Coach, wasn't sure if you'd uh, want to mess with us on a game day, but we appreciate you uh, joining us this morning. Well, JMO, a conversation with you is going to supersede any any normal pregame thing I would do on a game day. So <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time on a game day to have me on. Yeah, you're kind to say that. I appreciate it. <laughs> nice to be home, huh? That long trip to West Virginia last weekend. And uh, we talked about this on the media session yesterday. There's always a home field advantage. You know, it's just better to play at home. But maybe more so this year with all the uh, travel protocols that you have to go through. Yeah, I mean, one of the things we talked about was that, you know, in the normal run of a season, you get the conference play, you know, you've already played 10, 11 games prior to, to getting into conference. So you get into that travel routine, and not that travel is ever easy, but it is easier once you get a routine and you kind of get used to what it's like to, to, to bust to Dallas and then fly and all that. But, you know, we've only done it twice now. And prior to West Virginia, we'd done it once. Um, and the West Virginia trip is always a little bit longer just because of the details it takes just to to get out to Morgantown, but add in, you know, N95 masks and goggles and uh, gloves and uh, hand sanitizer and, you know, all those different things, uh, it could be a bit taxing and you're not into a real routine of it, but um, no excuse for how you perform when you get there, of course, but being at home and not having to, to go through all of those details is, is quite nice. And uh, add to it, when you do get to, say, get to Morgantown, you're kind of stuck in your room, right? I mean, there's not much getting out once you get there. Yeah, you really, you're not going out to, to dinner at restaurants, and you're not going out and, and sightseeing. Uh, I think one, one nice thing about Morgantown this time of year is it is, it is a, a different type of scenery for yeah, true. Texas folks. It's beautiful out there this time of year. So getting outside is, is, is nice, maybe different from maybe some other places uh, in our conference. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it is different. And uh, kids having a good routine and um, you know, not being cooped up in their rooms the entire time and having some opportunities to get outside, again, it's just, just different. Um, and I think our girls have adjusted pretty well to that. This really didn't hit me until I was reading uh, KP's notes yesterday, but you have played uh, leading into this game tonight. Your last three have all been against uh, ranked opponents, not just ranked, but top ten opponents. Number four, number five, number seven have been your last three opponents in Big 12 play. Yeah, it just shows the quality of our conference, and that's, you know, year over year. You know, that's that's kind of what we're, what we're dealing with. And, you know, there's years where we're – we're in there and years where we're not. But I think that when you're in this conference, you're never far from that. And, you know, we've seen, you know, a draw and a, and a win over top 10 teams and a, a you know, a, a one goal loss to who I think is probably uh, the best team we've played so far in the conference in West Virginia. So, you know, especially with a young team of, of girls that are just getting used to this level, I think we've done a really good job. Um, but, you know, we want to see some victories. So we've got to continue to, to take steps to get better. What was uh, – give us a rundown of that West Virginia match up there. Uh, it was a tough loss, 2-1. to one. Uh, It seemed like you, you played pretty well, and it seemed like Jen Want played really well again in goal for you. Well, we talk about consistency, and, I, and I'll say that we've definitely been really consistent in the goal with Jen uh, and a couple other positions around the field. But I, I think the one thing that wasn't consistent with this match was just 
the start of the match. And I think there's a little bit of shock and awe when you step onto the field against a West Virginia perennial powerhouse with a bunch of uh, kids who have, you know, built that up in their minds, maybe even bigger than, than it needs to be. And it took, and while we competed well, uh, we made some mistakes we don't normally make defensively. And, but as the game went on, you can see when you watch the game, you know, we came into our own. And unfortunately, the last 20 minutes, you know, only 20 minutes, we're really good. Scored a goal. We're getting, getting more and more chances down the stretch there. Uh, and then just talked this week about, you know, be, trying to figure out who we want to be consistently and no matter who we're playing. So great thing is we have another opportunity tonight to get out there and prove who, who it is we want to be. But, you know, I, I love those experiences of playing teams like West Virginia, a great team. Uh, you know, that's, I said, I think before the West Virginia game, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And, you know, that's, that, that's a team you've got to beat year in and year out. If you want to be at the top of the table. Coach, can you talk about the offense this year and how you've, after you know not being able to score early on, you're finally getting into rhythm and getting these points. What's changed uh, so much so far? Experience. I mean, we talked about it. You know, it's just going to take some time to cultivate the the attack, and we are constantly working on that. It's the last thing that kind of kind of comes because just because of the nature of, of what it takes to be successful offensively, we definitely have the tools, um, but we've got to we've got to get those tools sharpened a bit. And I think that. It just comes with time and where we are in the season, uh, mid, you know, middle to well, the last three games of big 12, um, you know, we're at a, we're at a critical point where, you know, I think we're, but in a good position to where those tools are starting to get sharp and we're seeing goals and um, some, some confidence is coming through that, knowing that they can score against top rank opponents and all that just kind of comes together. And, you know, we hope down the stretch here in these last three games, we continue to go down that path. And when you look at those double overtime games that y'all had, how has that helped y'all now where you are right now? Well, we've played more minutes, right? And, you know, in a year where, you know, I joked that, you know, we wanted to play as many minutes as possible because we didn't know, you know, if and when the season would be shut down was a joke. But at the same time, playing more minutes obviously is more training. We always talk about anytime we step on the field, you have an opportunity to get better. So we were granted, you know, our first few games, an extra, you know, 20 minutes of play. And I think we – did our best with it and took it, you know, as an opportunity to, to sharpen our skills. And I think down the stretch here, um, those extra minutes, that extra training time and in, in game like, you know, environments is only going to make us better. Paul Jobson, our guest, Baylor soccer coach in action tonight at home against Kansas State. And uh, tell us about K-State. What do you what do you see in them? They're always a good team. I mean, that's the thing we, you know, they've not had the best results. Um, but those are the teams that, that scare you because we, we're watching film and they've got great players. And, of course, came, coming off their first win of the season last week, uh, a really good win against Oklahoma. So they, they are, they've got some momentum now, um, you know, coming in here. And, you know, they're a good team. So they've got some good players. They're athletic. Um, they're going to challenge us. And I think that you know, back to earlier points, we've got to figure out who we want to be consistently. And I think when we do that and when we are able to do that, we can compete with anybody in the country. And so I think that's what we've got to put together tonight from minute one uh, all the way through the end of whatever minute we, we play tonight, <laughs> knowing it's going to be a tough battle. And uh, they're a good team. So, uh, you know, when we got through that wave of, of top 10 programs, I told the girls, hey, it doesn't get any easier from here. And, and it just doesn't in the Big 12. And let's remind everybody, K-State is a, uh, a relatively new program. This is just your fourth meeting all time with, uh, with Kansas State. Yeah, they're building a program. You know, one of, they're one of the last Division One schools in the country to to, to field a, a women's soccer program. I think Georgia Tech is the only one remaining at this point, which I think they need to get it together for my home state. But <laughs> that's another story. But, yeah, so it, it's tough to build a, 
program, especially at this time when recruiting commitments are so early and whatnot. But that's, that's they don't make that as an excuse. Those kids compete hard, and they've got some really good players. Um, and done a really good job uh, starting to build that program. Uh, I've got some great facilities, and uh, they're doing it the right way. Uh, sometimes it just takes a little bit of time. But, again, they're not coming in and, and you know, they're not ready to compete. I mean, they'll come in and compete right away. And, Paul, uh, you look up and, and you've already completed six matches this year, and beginning tonight you've got three left. I mean, you're two-thirds of the way through your season already. D- does it seem like it's flown by to this point, or have there been so many twists and turns that maybe it doesn't seem like it's it's gone that fast? Well, as, as slowly as it crept through the summer, as if yeah. it may never show up, it has gotten here and it has flown by for sure. But I think that we have we have taken on every advantage uh, that we can to get these games in. I mean, we 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 take in every day, and I, I think somebody, one of the student athletes, said it on our all staff meeting yesterday. Just really appreciating every day that we have to compete because there's just so many players and coaches out there that that aren't aren't having that opportunity. So uh, back to some things I've said previously, it's just so important. I don't want to lose sight of this. It's just the work that our athletic department, and our community, have done to create an atmosphere to where we can compete. Uh, day in and day out is just you know just so grateful for that so we appreciate all that our community has done to allow our young young people to to compete in the sport that they love with kansas state you know just now starting the program did they reach out to uh, y'all coaches within the big 12 for advice or anything like that <laughs> yeah and yeah on some things right some things you have to be careful what you ask advice on right i don't know what direction you're going to get but but yeah i mean that you know uh the head coach there is familiar with the big 12 i mean he's he's got a lot of experience uh in the college ranks it was in california most recently but understands the culture and the nature of things but yeah i mean we, we do a good job as a head coaching group in the big 12 of continuing to, to sharpen each other consistently so i think that helps new coaches when they come in that we're already doing that and if they're if they're willing to, to open eyes and ears, they, they can glean a lot off of the, you know, people way more experienced than I am in this league, for sure. All right. We're a week late in asking you this question, and I apologize for missing the opportunity last week, but your Atlanta Braves uh, played really well. That was a great series with the Dodgers. Went seven games, but unfortunately, the Braves season has come to an end. Yeah, I, I appreciate you asking when it hurts the most. Yeah. You know, last week would have been a great, more lively conversation yeah, it about been. the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough being a, a, a sports fan from Atlanta. Uh, you know, we've, we've, we've gone through our ups and downs. The Braves have been uh, a light many times, even through my childhood, of having some success. But, um, yeah, it just with everything going on COVID, when, you're, when your home team is having some success, you get a little bit of energy from it. Obviously, hated to – to go down the way that we did and there's you know, those last couple of games, but you know, that's that sport, right? But seeing the joy of having a Baylor Bear on the other side of the yeah. uh, of the of the field over there, it makes it a little bit better. That's pretty good. And you got Shay Langelier's <laughs> coming for the Braves, so that he'll be up in the majors pretty soon. Yeah, we I was super stoked about that with obviously his his connection to, to Reagan Reagan Padgett, you know, our former player and them dating and uh, you know, him going to, to, to my home team. I was really excited about that that connection yeah, so yeah love seeing what our baseball program is doing to putting not just great players but great people in the in the majors yeah very cool very good hey good luck tonight thanks for visiting with us and uh we appreciate your time this morning thanks as always we'll see you guys tonight all right paul thanks very much paul jobson baylor soccer coach